0: A show dedicated to discussing facility maintenance topics for anyone who works in the industry or has an interest in facility maintenance. My name is David Huval, and I'll be your host. Today, I'm joined by Vice President of Sales here at Roof Connect, uh, Wade Crosswhite, uh, Vice President of Technical Services, Eric Harrison, and Vice President of Operations, Jeremy Hill. Thanks for joining me, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. I don't know why I clapped, but (laughs) (laughs) congratulations. There we go. Well, uh, we all just got back from IRE in Dallas this year. Um, it's, it was supposedly the biggest one they've ever had and topped out last year's show in uh, Nashville. Uh, I caught the first couple days I was there. I went and saw the, um, uh, the key the keynote speaker, Charlotte Jones, who was the, uh, marketing ambassador or brand ambassador for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that was a pretty interesting speech. I don't know if any of y'all went to that. That was pretty good. And then, uh, the there was a, the trade show was gigantic this year. I felt like, uh, what are some
1: of the takeaways y'all got from the show this year? Yeah, I mean the biggest thing is I mean it continues to grow. That was this year was my tenth year to go to the show and uh, Dallas is I mean they, they touted it was the biggest one that we had. So, um, but it, it continues to grow the vendor booths. Um, there's a lot of a lot of new innovation out there, um, whether it be with the technology as far as how we. Uh, process data. Um, you see a lot more of that at the shows than what we've seen in the past, and then just the equipment that the contractors, the manufacturers, are uh, coming out with, and the new type of material. Um, so, we, just a lot of new things that uh, we get to see every
2: year. Yeah, it seems like the NRCa does such a good job, uh, and you, of course, you get to meet with all the manufacturers and find out best practices. But to me, and and the classes are are great. If you take your career serious, you need to be there. But I really think technology uh, for information seems to be the theme as is all, everybody's trying to figure out ways to gather that information and give it to the end customer where they're not having to climb up on a ladder or a hatch to, to get there and see this. And it continues
3: to get better and better. <clears throat> that was my yeah. takeaway. <clears throat> I, I, I saw the same things. Like Jeremy said, it's it has grown. I've been going there for years, and it's this was – by far the biggest one i know there was a there was a little lull in the you know 2010 to 2015 Mm -hmm. Uh, attendance may have dropped off then but we've really seen it bounce back the last couple years Um, and and the same thing with the the innovation the technology it's like roofing has been one of those uh industries that it's not terribly sophisticated um and but now we've seen the industry as a whole adopt technology and I mean everything really in this world is data driven and we're seeing roofing really adopt that as well yeah I think the first
1: one I went to there was like two two like work order management companies there and then maybe an estimating takeoff type deal and, and, and I mean it's it, it, since I'd say the last several years it has grown to probably five to ten I mean I'm probably not giving the number right but you know I looked at several different options in multiple categories just to just kind of get a feel of what they're doing and what their capabilities are and, um, and, and how we are doing some of the things that we, we're doing internally and how that matches up.
3: So. Yeah, there's been a, a – I guess because we're, we're the old guys now yeah. <laughs> and there's been the, this joke, you know, like what are the millennials going to do? You know, we, people kind of make fun of them and we see what they're going to do now. Um, they're they're going to be the people who are innovating and, and finding new ways to grab data and uh, I think that's kind of exciting.
0: I saw there was I saw one booth that had a instead of using I guess a drone because of the regulations with the drones they had a it looked like a little it was a little tank almost with uh they had treads on the sides that looked like they were made of like sandpaper real grippy that could climb on real steep steep slope roofs and you know things like that that out Take of box thinking that you don't you know when you can't use drones in certain areas how do you get that without putting somebody on the roof you know it was pretty interesting things like that so okay well uh, I already kicked off the beginning of February. Uh, coincidentally, coincidentally is also uh, Groundhog Day was the second, and Punxsutawney Phil, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, didn't see a shadow this year, so that means that spring's going to come early this year. So with spring, you get you know thawing ice and snow and other things that are associated with it. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, what are some of the problems that are typically found on roofs as the winter, you know as it, as it thaws off and spring
2: comes in. Yeah, I think there's a a multitude. Winter's hard on roofs and uh, people naturally neglect their roofs and they try to address it when there is water coming in the building. And it is so much more cost effective and cheaper in the long run to be proactive and have people up there to unclog drains, clean debris, look for cracking, crazing, uh there's so many issues that can happen with you've got the foliage everything's dropping in the in the fall and nobody's getting up there and then you've got ice and movement so uh there's a lot of things that can happen and catching it early uh, by having somebody come out there immediately after the winter and look uh, is so much more efficient and and prevents damage you know to to your insulation to your deck to your ceiling tiles to inventory or, or or computers or servers, you know. So it's – there's a lot that goes wrong, and just because you don't have water coming in the building doesn't mean there's not issues up there on your roof. Uh, Winter's winter's hard on the roofs, especially up in the north.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, what are some of the first things that facility managers need to think about as far as, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, updating their – or not updating necessarily, but evaluating their portfolios in the spring?
2: I I think that's having (laughs) – Having a trained professional go up there yeah. and evaluate it, and uh, look for deficiencies, and and then have them prioritize. You know, some of these guys have portfolios of thousands of stores. Yeah. And obviously, they can't fix everything at once, but kind of prioritizing their issues and identifying before it becomes a bigger problem. Because a, a eight hundred dollar repair now is going to be a three thousand dollar repair in, in six months so mm-hmm. uh be proactive
3: yeah I, th- I think a big a big um priority going into spring is going to be i mean drainage is priority you got to get the water off your roof and what you want to do is make sure you, you because like Wade said you're going to have a lot of foliage you're going to have leaves that have dropped there's you know the wind blows and dirt collects on your roof and all of that stuff ends up going to the lowest point and that's either around the drains or in the gutters. So get it, get it out of there because in the spring for the most part of the country, that's the rainy season. So Mm -hmm. you're, you're going to have a lot of rain. You, you need to get the, these, anything that's going to block your drains or block your gutters, you need to get that stuff out of there so the water can get off your roof because if it's, if it's not able to get off your roof, it's going to back up and as it backs up, it's gonna find a way to get into the roof, and worst case scenario, water's not getting off the roof, and at some point, you're gonna have a structural issue. So, uh, that's my my uh, advice would be priority is get somebody up there, a professional, to check your drains, check your gutters, and then let's check the rest of your roof to make sure you're intact. Yeah, and the process
1: is different based on the region that you're in. Yeah, we mentioned it, that the, uh, the northern areas are gonna have more extremes from the cold. The southern regions are going to have more extreme issues with the foliage. So, you know, having having someone that is is based in that area or has knowledge of what that region does to the roof, there's going to be some commonalities on what they look for. Um, but you know, how how those extreme weather changes affects that roof is 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 good tribal knowledge for the local people as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: this is one of those points where you would want to, uh, you know, a facility manager with, you know, especially with a large portfolio of roofs would want to have some kind of maintenance program set up. Like I know we have a, uh, we have one set up with the Sheridan school district, correct? you want to tell us a little bit
2: how we help them? Yeah, we, we walk the roofs in the spring and fall essentially. And as soon as winter's over, we try to get uh, guys up there, evaluate it. And what we do with them is, is what we call a leak free program. So we guarantee the roof, Leak free, and if there is a problem, we run the run the call for free. So we have what we've done is we've vested ourselves where we don't want it to leak. We try to make the repairs ourselves correct the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, lines are incentive up with with the district's incentive, and that is no leaks. So with us, that's just uh, that's what we would do with our own roofs. And so we get guys up there, get them clean, take care of any minor repairs, splits, cracks. You know, as uh, you're going to have people up there in the wintertime working on heating units and cooling units and all those things. Uh, foot traffic and ponding water seem to be the the big things there. So with guys up there, you can you can prevent a lot of issues before they become bigger. So,
0: what kind of cost savings are associated with doing some kind of maintenance program like this as opposed to just reactionary?
2: You know, it, it, you've really got to look at it as the the total cost of ownership, which is the this cost savings over the life of the roof mm-hmm. and we've done studies on it we've got some but it, it's it's unbelievable the nrca did a study where it says if you're under a maintenance program your roof will last 20 to 25 years if you have no maintenance program it's 8 to 12 and so you're essentially almost getting three times as much roof so <clears throat> it's that that's how important it is and what you you know the real calculation is is the cost of your roof, the cost of the repairs and the maintenance program, divided by the life of the roof, and if you're getting 25 years out of your roof, uh, and you're having to spend an extra three or four thousand a year because of a maintenance program, it is well worth it. Uh, so, what we generally see is people are spending twelve 000 to fifteen thousand dollars a year on a roof because they're having to replace them so quickly. So. Yeah. Uh, the key to saving money in roofing is extend the life of the roof and, and change that bottom denominator. Uh, so anything?
3: No, I, I would agree with that. And, and we also every day we're putting on roofs for customers and they're wanting a 15- or a 20-year warranty, and, and that's what we're doing. But they don't have a maintenance plan. And if you don't have a maintenance plan, it's like Wade said, that roof is going to last 8 to 12 years, and your 15- or 20-year warranty does you no good at that point. Yep. if you're not maintaining the, that roof during the life of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think everybody everybody understands that you have to do preventative maintenance on equipment. I've heard Wade make the comment about changing the oil on your car. I came from an environment where we were doing preventative maintenance on equipment just so the uptime would stay up. Uh, the roof is no different. I mean, you still got to have guys go up there routinely, take a look, clear the drains, and, and make do some just simple sealant Uh, opportunities that that's going to extend it so if you equate the roof similar to what you equate to your hvac equipment your chiller equipment it's an asset and you got to take care of it yeah even though it's out of sight and people tend to forget about it it's
2: yeah the the, the two problems are they don't see it a and then b they're looking at a one-year budget you know like jeremy said i the the changing oil you would save money by not changing oil in your vehicle for one year uh, everybody knows that's ludicrous and so wouldn't yeah. do that. But then next year, it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> <twice> <laughs> yeah, as you got to replace <laughs> it, right? So <clears throat> the roof is the same, though. Okay. Well, I think that's
0: about uh, all I had for today. Just you know, talk a little bit about spring and you know maintenance. Uh, so uh, thanks for coming on today with me, guys. Um, well, that's going to wrap up the show for this week. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed on future episodes, shoot us an email at david.huval@roofconnect.com. at roofconnect.com. That's david.huval H-U-V-A-L at roofconnect.com. Also, if you like today's show, please take a moment to give us a like and review on iTunes or Spotify and share it on social media. This is a brand new podcast and it really helps us when you get the word out. Um, Also, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to let you know that we do record the episodes and post them to our YouTube channel. You can just search YouTube for Roof Connections Podcast, and we should come up. So uh, until next time, I'm David for Eric, Jeremy, and Wade. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks,
2: guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.